Merry Christmas from everyone here at Altered Stories. Altered Stories show listeners. This is Michelle Saunders Gudge, CEO and founder of Altered Stories Ministry and your chief storyteller of the Altered Stories show. My friends, as we are now in the Christmas season, I'm joining the fun and participating in the Christian Podcasters Association episode exchange. This is where podcasters can exchange their podcast with others to be shared with their listeners during this busy season. Look for some of these inspiring mini episode Christian podcasts on my Christmas podcast release to be coming soon. And as some of you may know, I am passionate about sharing God's stories. And today, I am delighted to share the best God story of all, the story of Christmas from the Bible. I have also invited several in our Altered Stories family to join me in sharing this miracle story of the birth of Jesus from scriptures. Now, help me set the stage for this miracle story by closing your eyes and visualizing yourself somewhere back in the Bible days. Hundreds and thousands of years before Jesus was born, there were prophecies about his first coming. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Now, let's hear more about Jesus' birth from the book of Matthew from Sandy Williams, our Altered Stories Ministry Board VP and host of Meemaw Moments. Hi, y'all. This is Sandy speaking to you today from Texas, and I'm going to be reading from Matthew. We're in Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Christ, born of Mary. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. 
But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary to your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. And now we will hear more of this story in the book of Luke from our Altered Stories Ministry Board Secretary, Brenda Curls. I'm going to read Luke, 2nd chapter, 9 through 14. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Pray to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. From the NIV version. To continue our story from the book of Luke, let's hear from our social media volunteer and former podcast guest, Tasha Callahan. Luke 1, 30 through 35 out of the NIV. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Now for another prophecy of the birth of Jesus. Let's hear about his coming in the book of Isaiah from our volunteer blogger, former podcast guest, and host of her own podcast, Teresa Blaze. This is Teresa, and I'm going to be reading Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and and the glory of his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And 
To end our miracle story from the Bible, Lynn Clark, our monthly ministry donor and beauty counter director, will share from the book of Matthew. I'll be reading from Matthew um, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is this newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, and everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading prophets and teachers and religious laws and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, Judea, they said, for this is what the prophets wrote. And you, O Bethlehem and the land of Judea, are not least among the ruling cities of Judea, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. They went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. And this, my friends, ends the story from God's Word of Christmas, where Jesus is at the heart. I pray that each of you have been blessed by what we've shared today. May God bless you and your families in a special way this Christmas as you celebrate the reason for the season, the birth of Jesus Christ. Radiant beams from thy holy face With the dawn of redeeming grace Jesus, Lord, at thy birth Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Hello, this is Moni, and I'm the podcast host of Moments with Moni. You know, as we gather this Christmas, it may look very different for many across the world. Lives have been in upheaval, but they have also been blessed. I'm reminded of the cold, hard winter our family went through when our sons were young. My husband was not able to find work locally and ended up working in the woods, marking trees for the Forest Service. He was very late coming home one weekend. The car slid off the road in the ice. Unexpected things happen in life, but it is never a surprise to our God. While away, my husband wrote a new Christmas song for our family. When our sons were old enough to join in, we all recorded the song and it is now touching another generation of hearts in our grandchildren. 
Remember, no matter the situation in life, God has given us the greatest gift we could ever receive. you to listen to Moments with Moni, where we look at life from a biblical perspective, where salt makes us thirsty and light exposes darkness. Until we meet each other here, there, or in the air, Frohe Weihnachten, Feliz Navidad, and Merry Christmas.
the last few days I've been reading the birth story of our Lord, and not around singing at the retirement home like we like to do, or with our kids around the table, or at Christmas dinner, but just me alone on my knees, meditating upon the whole passage and all that transpired, and what struck me so much that I couldn't get out of my heart and mind is Elizabeth and what she was going through. She and her husband, Zacharias, it says in Luke 1, 6, that they were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. And yet she was barren for decades beyond, and I'm sure she really wanted kids. They both did. And yet, yet that is something that didn't get answered for them until an angel of the Lord comes to Zacharias on just an ordinary day, working at the temple, fulfilling his responsibilities. And when the angel came, he wasn't ready. He was so stunned that he responded in unbelief. And then the angel said, you are not going to be able to speak. And he had all those months to store up the lessons and to see how God was working and speaking in him, and his faith was ultimately tested. Zacharias and Elizabeth, when it was time for the naming of the baby, the friends and the relatives came around and they said, oh, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. But they both remained firm against what everyone was saying. Elizabeth said, no, he shall be called John. And then Zacharias and his opportunity to redeem what he had messed up, asked for the tablet and wrote down, his name shall be John. And at that very moment, the Lord released his tongue and he began to praise God and everyone was looking on with awe and wonder. And they got to be the parents of John. Yes, John the Baptist, who was a voice in the wilderness, preparing the way of the Lord. What a privilege, and I'm sure it was hard too. And as I look back on this beautiful story and I think about my own life, sometimes I think it feels like I'm going through a personal wilderness where prayers aren't being answered and things aren't making sense. I think during this pandemic, so many things, unanswered prayer, so many people dying, it seems like, Lord, We're living righteously like they were, but all these things are happening. But then I look at verses like Habakkuk 1.5, where the Lord says, For I am doing a work in your day that you would not believe though it were told you. And I remind myself, God is doing great things. And in this wilderness time, there will be an everyday moment. God is going to come to me. He's going to come to you to do something extraordinary. And I want to be ready. This is Meg Gleesner from Letters from Home Podcast, where we like to share everyday extraordinary faith stories. This is Michelle Rayburn from the Life Repurposed podcast and the author of The Repurposed and Upcycled Life When God Turns Trash to Treasure. I'd like to invite you to have some Christmas tea with me for a few minutes, served up with a few cheesy puns. Christmas is a brutiful time of year. But in the midst of hanging the lights, baking and decorating, 
and elaborate preparations for those parties and activities, it's easy to forget that Christ's presence in our hearts matters more than anything else. Okay, okay, before you turn to hostility, I'll spare you an overdose of my personality. Jesus stepped down to be Emmanuel, God with us, to change us. Not so we could give presents and eat cookies every December. Not so we could be comfortable and self-centered and rant and rave on social media. Not so we could just wear a cross around our neck or put Jesus bumper stickers on our cars. He came to change us. This is where I break into song with, Oh Christmas tea, or not. Jesus came to change everything about us. He changes us from within. We become like a cup of hot water infused with tea leaves and we will never be the same again. But notice how the transformation happens in a cup of tea only when the water is good and hot. Our life isn't going to be trouble-free and this year has possibly turned up the heat on you. Have you embraced the transformation? Two things happen when Jesus changes us. Well, lots of things happen, but let's focus on two. First, we're steeped in grace. Like when I steep my tea, you know, dunking the bag in a bunch of times, it gets darker and darker and more like tea. I no longer call it hot water anymore, I call it tea. When we're steeped in His grace, we allow Jesus to change our hearts, our attitudes, and our approach, to dunk us over and over with that water so that we become more like Him. The other thing that happens is we're sweetened with His love. Sugar is odorless and colorless, but you sure can taste it when it's in the tea. As people of Christ, we are to be the sweet flavor of Jesus to the people around us. I can't separate out the tea or the sugar once it's in the cup. So as we think about Jesus this season, let's have a cup of Christmas tea and think about this verse from 2 Corinthians 3.18. The Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. When we're steeped in God's grace, sweetened with His love, we give off the flavor and the aroma of Christ's peace. We're brutiful. How will you allow Jesus to change you this season? Who will you reach out to with that love and grace during this Christmas season? If this holiday looks different from past ones, I pray that this is a flavor-enhancing time where God's presence becomes so evident in you that other people are drawn to the light, the peace, the joy, and the hope that you reflect from our Savior. Ephesians three sixteen and 17 says, I pray that from His glorious unlimited resources, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. I hope He has made His home in your heart. Emmanuel came to dwell with us, to know our sorrow and experience our happiness. Christmas is the perfect opportunity, sorry, I couldn't help myself, the perfect opportunity for us to reflect and think about what a gift Jesus brought us. As you celebrate his nativity, I wish you peace. I invite you to check out the Life Repurpose podcast where we focus each week on how God turns life's trash into treasure. You'll find it on your favorite podcast platform or at liferepurpose.me. This is Michelle wishing you a very Merry Christmas.
Hey everyone, this is Shar from the Shar Candid Podcast, and welcome to our bonus episodes, seasonal episodes, and special holiday episodes. Well, 2020 wasn't exactly what we planned, I know, but I hope you would allow me to have you and I look at the brighter side of this year. You know, take a closer look at the things that we might have taken for granted, like friends, family, strength, opportunities, another day. And you know, if we can take a look at these things, we would soon see that we have so much to be thankful for. So sit back, relax, and I hope that you will allow these episodes to remind you that the latter end of this year can still finish strong. I want these to inspire you to inspire someone else. You game? <laughs> okay. So sit back, relax, and let's jump into the episode that is just about to get started. everyone okay so we're here at the end of the year 2020 and christmas is right around the corner can you believe this like literally around the corner with new year's on its heels so i've got a few questions i want to ask you these are questions i've been asking myself so don't worry i'm in the boat with you so if we had 2020 to do all over again knowing what we know now what would we have done differently you know, 2020, if there was something we could change, would we have said something differently? What would we have maybe believed? What would we have let go of, perhaps? And maybe what would we have fought a little bit harder to hold on to? If we had 2020 to do all over again, I'm talking January all the way to now, what fights? would you and I maybe have recognized were not even ours to begin with? What victory and inheritances would we have already recognized were ours already? What moments would we have cherished just a little bit more? What heartaches and possibly even grudges would we have released a lot quicker? What hope would we have gained and and what fears would we have utterly rejected if we had it to do again i'm asking you do you know don't worry (laughs) if it's got you stumped don't knock yourself because we're not made to know and relive this year and some of you are like thank god for that because can i tell you hindsight is not 2020 i know no pun intended Because as believers, you and I, we're called to live by faith. Faith is now. Faith is not a formula. It is a substance. We may not always know what the future holds for us. And, you know, we may not even also know what our pending future in our surrounding communities and nations, what that holds. But that's okay. We don't need to know that. We do know this. The Word of God is true. It is the final authority in our lives, and and honestly, it is what we live and hold the standards of our lives by, through the help of His Holy Spirit, who is our friend, our counselor, our comforter, our guide, and our standby. We don't need to know what the future holds. 
We know the one who holds our future. I need us to hold on to that as we come to the close of this year. Let us be thankful for this unprecedented year, yes, that we had, but let's see it, that it set us up and prepared us for 2021 to prepare us to have a full assurance of victory that overcomes every challenge in this world, and that's because of our faith. I'll tell you, faith is not blind. Faith is a force, and it's a force to be reckoned with that lives and resides on the inside of us. Amen? This was a launch pad year. I like to say this as I say it to myself. This was a launch pad year. Yes, 2020, not a setback year, but a set up year. A year that acted as a springboard, if you will, for us to be projected to newer heights, to deeper depths, to greater dimensions in our Lord Jesus Christ. You made it. Look around. Congratulations. (laughs) But can I tell you, you had a little bit of help. And that was from Holy Spirit, from our Father God, because He loves us so much. And that's what the season is all about. Loving you, loving me, loving the world. And so, from my family to yours, would you allow me to wish you the most happiest and merriest of Christmases and a blessed, abundant, and prosperous Happy New Year. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone, for today's episode. We hope that it was a source of encouragement, slight inspiration, maybe. Somehow we kind of have a hunch deep down. It was just a hunch. (laughs) But anyway, on a serious tip, we do want to let you know that your thoughts mean the world to us. Would you consider, honestly, giving us a rating, a review, perhaps even sharing this episode with someone that you think could be inspired by it? And if not, no pressure, that's okay. We do at least want to thank you for taking the time to connect with us again today. Well, we want to remind you that the Shark Candid Podcast can be found anywhere that major podcasts are found, like Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcast, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, and more. And for the visual people out there, just a reminder that you can always check us out on the YouTube channel under Charmaine Cooper, and just check out for the our candid podcast episodes all right so that's it for now we want to wish you a amazing remainder of your day no matter where you are in your day and reminding you that the rest of this year 2020 can still finish off strong god bless you and we'll connect with you next time Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. 
We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.